Today, I'm very happy to be joined by Paul Londers of Media Farm. So without any further ado, I'll just say a big welcome to Paul. Paul, thanks for joining us. Thanks, Nana. Good to be here. So Media Farm, what is Media Farm? Tell us all about it. Okay, well, Media Farm is uh, an online training platform. We provide e-learning, accredited courses, and we also provide management tools for pharmacies to be able to manage compliance and all their HR and uh, employment training, as well as their GPHC accredited. So it's like an um, all-in-one place package that we provide pharmacy businesses. So it's everything you need to run your pharmacy in one place? Yeah, pretty much in respect of training. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So here at CND, we're very proud to be partnering with Media Farm to offer accredited training to pharmacy and to pharmacy staff. I thought I'd sit down today with Paul just to go through some of the offerings that are available and basically go through Media Farm's, I'm going to use the word again, Paul, philosophy <laughs> and why the why it's better for you to use Media Farm. So Paul, what, what makes Media Farm different from all the other learning providers out there? Well, what makes us different is that we've really sort of grown and, and built our courses from the ground up. So we have a, a pharmacist content editor and we work with the users to uh, use the latest e-learning authoring tools to, to make the training as easy as possible for learners to be able to consume. We've also taken on board comments about how these courses are managed and run. So, so really, we've tried to sort of do things a bit different, make it a bit more interesting, make it a bit more slicker, and also provide a degree of reporting, which I think has always eluded pharmacies to be able to track and monitor teams. So rather than just focus on individuals, we really focus on the whole team and how owners can, can track what's going on across their organisation. I mean, that is a really interesting um, tool you just mentioned there, because um, I remember in practice, I had a staff member when I was locoming, who every time I'd come over, she would still be doing her training. Since the time I've known her, basically, she's been working for the pharmacy for almost over four or five years now. And she's just started and restarted yeah. and run out and started programs again. So how does Media Farm stop that from happening? Because basically, it's, it's not a staff member's fault. The pharmacist that is there moves on to somewhere else, get different pharmacists. So her training just keeps on getting interrupted. Mm. So would Media Farm be able to stop that from happening? Yeah, to a certain extent. I mean, it's ha happening more and more because, you know, pharmacists, resident pharmacists are moving on and the workplaces has changed quite a lot. So there's, there's a lot of movement around different uh, pharmacies and, and pharmacists. So I think where we can really help is, is around the, the communication and uh, alerts and notifications. So with team members that are enrolled on a course, they'll have alerts as to when they need to complete certain tasks and, and um, when they need to do things. But in addition to that, we also provide alerts and notifications to the managers. So that would be normally for, for the pharmacist who's the tutor, who, who's overseeing the training, but it's also to the management team. So if it's a larger pharmacy or small group, they'll also get reports and notifications. So there shouldn't be, providing there's someone monitoring and that and that's the bit we can't replace someone needs to sort of keep an eye and, and, and monitor things but providing there is someone monitoring things we can provide all the reporting and all the granular reports around progress and alerts as to when attention needs if someone's overshot their completion date for whatever reason that's normally a red flag yeah 
and 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 then some interventions required and and plus we've got midi farm tutors here as well so so if we see someone that's falling behind significantly then we we've also got the ability to, to step in as well oh that's really good so you offer that second fail safe basically in the system i love the idea of getting alerts because i know myself when i was in practice it's pretty hard to keep in top of your own learning let alone the learning of your team and having the head office overall also having a look means there's a second sales fail safe in place yeah I mean, we try not to go too over the ball because I know yeah. alerts can go drive you mad as well. So we, but we, we, we try and limit it. But, you know, the ones that we do send out, hopefully are, 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 are really helpful and people take note. Yeah. There is one thing about training in pharmacies, though, which I think has frustrated pharmacy and pharmacy staff for years to come, which is having the time to do the course. Because we have these courses that are so bulky and so, like, books and books to go through in order to get it done what does media form does because i've had a look through your contents and i have to say personally i i was impressed um we both know what my background is in training and education so i was really impressed about how your modules are but i'm not going to sell it for you i'll let you do it. <laughs> oh thank you no that's nice to hear <laughs> what is it that media form does that makes that aspect of the learning easier to deal with well, I, I suppose one of the things that, that we do is is we really try and look at it, as I say, for, from the user experience. So the course is all online. However, there are aspects that can be downloaded and um, we know some people like to work offline. So that's, that's an option in terms of workbooks, etc. But where I think we've had some people complain to us about, you know, using other courses is, is the administration and, uh, you know, getting workbooks across and submitted and, and over complication. So, so what we do is whilst people can uh, do a certain amount offline, the assessments are all online, but any workbooks can be uploaded straight to the platform. So we, we remove all that aspect of, of toing and throwing. Everything's on the platform, everything's uploaded. So we, we try and marry that convenience of online and the cost effectiveness and, and the trackability of online, but with the practicalities of, of also being able to learn offline and do certain exercises offline. And the other thing which I think is going to help it significantly as well, um, this is an exclusive actually because we haven't announced this yet. Oh, <laughs> but yay. In, in a few months' time, well, certainly before the summer, we will have a, a, an app, a native app, Oh, great. So, so learners will be able to download the app and be able to then go through the course. The, the course will, will render, yeah, on, on a nice app without any of the distractions because there's more and more people want to, want to do it at different yeah. times and, and sometimes the pharmacy computers aren't available, what have you. I mean, we know where, where it's all going. So, uh, and, and whilst the, the content does render on on laptops you know it's not the same experience as um, as it is on a native app so that's that's what's coming basically oh that's that's amazing news because i think like with a lot of the training because i know even with my staff there are a lot of things that you would like to do as you're doing it yeah so for example doing a case study it would be so much better to enter those details as you see it yeah rather than having to remember it or write it down and then have it so if you have the app it makes that so much easier to do 
Yeah, and, and that, that's one of the challenges, really, because in pharmacy, it's not like a, a, a normal course. So, so you're yeah. not sitting at a desk. You are in a retail environment. And so, you know, you do need something that does present challenges for this type of training. So hopefully this will make a difference and, and, and make life a little bit easier for everyone. Now, there is another aspect that I think we both agree on, which is basically making learning interesting for the user, basically, or making the learning journey easy and interesting and fun to some extent because i think people learn things they're interested in and especially in these days where there are so many distractions let alone being in a pharmacy in a work environment what are sort of the features that media farm applies to make this possible in terms of the actual learning what we've done we, we use a, a really good authoring tool which allows us to use interactive activities like drag and drop heat spots and things like that so they're all things in addition to the normal sort of multiple choice quizzes that allow the user to interact and it just breaks up the whole routine and experience of learning so there's all sorts of different interactive activities in in the courses and we also use a lot, a lot of video and that's that's gone down really well because there's so much content out there. So these aren't videos that we've produced, but they're videos that are from all different organisations. Some of them are on PSNC, some of them are from all, all over. Mm-hmm. So we can bring those in. So whilst the content is, is accredited, there are some good examples that we can bring in for examples of customer service or interactions and things like that that can be brought in so we're not reinventing the wheel we're just using the best of of out there and and curating it and so that's that's proved to be very successful that's very so basically as the user it gives you a multimedia approach to your learning so you are able to use because you you wouldn't usually go to all those different sites to view all those contents so it must be really good to have everything at your doorstep basically yeah i mean that's one of the things that i think really puts us in a good position to do that and why people uh, like using it is yeah we've got a whole team looking at this stuff all the time bringing this content into one place so as you say it would be hard to search it for yourself but if they're just a series of links at the end of the course that illustrates it then that's really helpful and and utilizes what's what's already out there it's great so we've gone through um why basically people should be picking media farm and like i said i'm a fan of the content this is also one of the big reasons why here at cnd we are partnering with you yourselves um, to promote this content can we just have a quick run through about the courses that you provide okay right so we have a whole suite of gphc accredited courses so we've got the medicine counter assistant course which i think everyone will be familiar with that allows anyone working in a pharmacy needs to be enrolled in that within three months if they're, if they're working in, in the pharmacy. So that covers advice on selling OTC medicines and it covers all the key 12, I think, key areas and, and topics. So pain, skin, winter health, etc. You've got the medicine counter assistant course. Then we've got the one up from there, which is dispensing assistant. Yeah. So that's uh, the equivalent of the old MVQ level two. That allows staff to also work behind the dispensary, put stock away. So would someone be able to do the dispensing one without doing the MCA? Only if they're working in, it depends where they're working. So in a hospital, yes, hospital environment where there wouldn't be any OTC sales. In a community pharmacy, 
it tends to not be that way. So there are some exceptions. So Hub and Spoke, there, there may be some examples there where someone's just not customers facing. But if they're working in a in a pharmacy, then they, they should do the MCA first, followed by the DA, and then, then they've got both areas covered. Okay. With that in mind, so we also do a, a, an all-through course combination of MCA and DA that's all wrapped up into one course because a lot of pharmacies now want to do that in one hit so yeah. they, they want their staff to be able to work in in all areas of the pharmacy so i mean do... i i i'd speak to that because in yeah. practice i i never liked the fact that we had counter systems and dispensers because i think the wherever the person that is doing a counter system you do need to know some dispensing in order for you to function properly as a counter system and vice versa so I always kind of hated that barrier between the counter and the dispensary anyway, because I think that should be done with. Because even as a pharmacist, you need to be on the counter too. Yeah, that's right. You need you need flexibility all the way around. I think in the days before, it tended to be more orders around that. So you'd have an MCA and a DA. But now I think everyone's expected to, to help out and, and work throughout. And you certainly get more out of your staff doing it that way so i i, I think and we, we're seeing that that's become sort of you know one of the most popular versions of the course so yeah so mca da we've got the healthcare assistant course which is the combined mca da and then a new course that we got accredited uh, a year or so ago is and this is one that i don't think everyone's aware of we've got an accuracy checking assistant course so this is different to accuracy checking technician which I think a lot of people are familiar with. So that would be a technician who's taken the additional module to do accuracy checking. But this one's designed for those that are up to level two. So it's a dispensing assistant can now become an accuracy checker. A few more restrictions in place than than an ACT, which essentially mean that the qualification is is only valid within the pharmacy or pharmacy group that that user's working in. Does that user also have to be working under a particular pharmacist or would they be able to work in any other pharmacy within that same group? Yeah, they can work within other pharmacies within the group. It's more around different SOPs and and different ways of working. So if you move outside of that group, you'd be expected to take the recertification. So that brings in to to make sure that you're aware of all the lines of command and the the different SOPs. But within, within the actual one pharmacy or one pharmacy group then, then it's valid and okay. and that's it's, it's a real game changer because if you yeah. can imagine you, you can you know train up and, uh, and upskill your DAs to be accuracy checkers and they can do the final check they can't do the clinical review obviously but they can do the final check and and actually see interestingly enough it, it actually can help improve the delivery uh, of, of the service because the pharmacist doesn't have to do everything you know they can they can delegate that part, and in some ways it, it actually makes the, the the service more robust. Yeah, I mean, I think in the in the space where everything, both contracts and everything, is trying to move pharmacists out of dispensary, mm. I think this course kind of gives us that solution, really. And I'm having been in practice, I know for a fact that there are dispensers that are so much better, so much more accurate when it comes to checking than. I am ever going to be. Um, I can do the clinical part in a mm, mm. fast stuff, but when it comes to being accurate, I think every pharmacist that's honest to themselves know that there are dispensers that are just so much better at it. Yeah. And I've always advocated for dispensers. So how long would this course take to complete, if you don't mind me asking? 
we recommend between three and six months. Oh, okay. So it's a relatively short course. Rel- relatively short. I mean, really, it's all about being able to log and, and spot in, in, in accuracies. So there's, there's no real knowledge base there. Mm. There's no clinical knowledge required. It's more around being able to spot things yeah. that, that are, are not accurate, basically. And you have to log, I think it's a 1,000 items over a certain amount of time, and you need to keep that up to date as well. So it's more around just being able to log items consistently. So that's really the requirement. So it's not it's not going to suit everyone, but as you rightly say, there are some people that are very good at that. They're very yeah. detailed. They're very methodical. And actually, it, it, it doesn't sort of necessarily sit with you know different people you know have different skills so if you've got someone like that then it's absolutely perfect and and um, yeah they can be certainly within six months they can be up and running that's that's really good so what what would be the one up from that which is the act i'm guessing the accuracy checking technician yeah so after after the accuracy checking assistant or dispensing assistant then you're up to uh, the the level three level four which is technician and then once you become a technician then you can take the additional module and become an accuracy checking technician so that would be the sort of skill set but but the technician's course of course has, um, has has got a lot longer yeah and there's a lot more in it than there used to be so that's actually quite a big step up up to technician level and basically for the technician level it's would you need to do that if you're in a community or is it more of a hospital or more of a online? Yeah. I mean, we, we're seeing more and more hospitals yeah. taking and, and employing that course for, for, for technicians. Um, the, the role in community is perhaps, you know, uh, ha, has changed a little bit. I, I think that it's, it's clearer what a technician's role is in, in, in hospital and primary care rather than community but there are plenty in, in community as well but yeah that, that's certainly we've seen a trend towards more technicians being employed in, in in the hospital and primary care setting i mean when i was in practice i've always taken the um ideal of wherever pharmacy i'm in i'll either have myself an accuracy checker or an accuracy checking technician because as a pharmacist it makes your life so much easier yeah and you're able to do a lot more in the pharmacy mm. if you get one of your staff trained up to that standard what are the other courses available so the other courses are drivers course of course yeah. now uh, medicine drivers need to be trained so we've got the, the accredited course on drivers we've got a couple which are more lightweight so there's a we've got a customer service course customer service assistant which is is really for staff who are perhaps temporary or students perhaps saturday staff yeah. So they don't necessarily, if they're not involved in the sale of medicines, they're, they're just literally helping out for, for various things. They, they can do a cut down version, customer service assistant course, doesn't cover any of the pain uh, skincare modules, any of those things, but just covers the core requirements for GPHC. And so that's ideal for, for those sort of temporary employment situations. We've got the stock assistant course. And then I think that's it in terms of a GPHC accredited, but we have got the Health Champion course, which is accredited by the Royal Society of uh, Public Health and, and Health Leadership one. So pretty much all those accredited courses that people need for the different roles are, are there. And if there are any uh, updates required, you know, uh, then, then we will always look at that. So 
all these things are, are, are developing. The other reason that customer service one is, is quite useful is if, if you have an online pharmacy and someone's on the, on the phone, so again, they're not selling OTC not medicines, selling, but yeah. to help desk, they, they will still be covered by the GPHC regulations, but you don't necessarily want to know. put them on the MCA. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, these courses, like I said, I've actually had a look and I think the way the courses are taught is the most impressive part for me. Mm. And I think as as a trainer myself and being a lecturer and having gone through this, I think taking staff members through training is one of the most important things you would do as a pharmacist. But unfortunately, the time isn't there. Mm. So Media Farms course makes that so much easier to do. Thank you very much for speaking to me today, Paul. I've learned a lot. Thanks, Dana. Everyone else, all the courses for Media Farm will be available in our Media Farm room. Just go onto the CND community, navigate your way down to rooms, and you will find all the courses on there. Just give it a click. You'll be able to listen to this amazing podcast on there as well. Give us a click. It'll take you back to the Media Farm course. And I hope everyone has a go at signing out. And let's make sure we train the pharmacy and the pharmacy staff to be the best that we can. Paul, another big thank you. Thanks, Nana. Thank you very much for your time. And thank you for everyone for listening to us. I'm be Nana, the clinical and custom content editor here at the CND. Thank you for listening to the clinical podcast. Thank you. Mm-hmm.